I didn't bother with Phil Stagg's waterfall book for directions to Pinnacle Falls, and I didn't think I needed no stinking map either, because I was sure I could get directions on the interweb. And I was right. After a quick search, I had detailed directions. As I printed them out, I thought I heard Bob the Turtle give a snort, but so what? After I shot him a look, he didn't make another sound, though he still had that juvenile delinquent smirk on his face. I knew he wanted to go to Pinnacle Falls because it's way up in Yellow Dog River country, and Bob knows that means black flies, his favorite treat. The directions I found online went like this. Starting at County Road 510, head west on the AAA for 5.9 miles, slowly climbing up the sandy, wooded, yellow dog plains until the road straightens like an arrow. Turn left at the small two-track, which has been marked by a for-sale sign on previous trips for 1.4 miles. Along this section, the road bends to the left before forking, Bear left at the fork for an additional .3 miles before turning right for a bumpy .6 mile drive to the parking area. Got it? As it turned out, none of this is correct. Bob the Turtle maintained that insufferable smirk watching me get hopelessly lost. Fortunately, I had my trusty compass and my very excellent National Geographic's Michigan Recreation Atlas. Now, any map more than a couple years old won't show all the latest changes, but I was able to find those, and I found Yellow Dog Plains, and was able to figure it out from there, because this atlas shows all the old two tracks. When you do find the correct road off AAA, it is called Pinnacle Falls Road. Go figure. After leaving the main road, the track leads to the Yellow Dog Plains. These are broad, sandy flatlands that are really unexpected in an area known for rugged, rocky bluffs and mountains. The road winds through the plains, gently climbing up towards the forest again. A couple of side trails branch off, but the main trail is obvious, and there's even an occasional small handmade sign with an arrow on it that reads, Falls. Eventually, the trailhead appears, marked by a small parking area and a sign. Now this trail, well, this is not a groomed trail. It is relatively flat in the beginning, but it is quite narrow and rough. Then it becomes rugged, with rocks and roots protruding everywhere. The tree roots can be annoying, but they are the price you pay for the abundant shade, and in the middle of a hot summer day, that shade can save the day. After a short distance, another small sign pillar has been installed with information about the area. Then, the fun really begins. The trail plunges down into the steep ravine for several hundred feet. The footing is precarious in places due to the uneven ground, those doggone roots, and loose rocks. Did I mention that it is steep? It is very steep. Fortunately, there are small trees all around so you can hang on as you struggle for balance. If you're going at the right time of year, one reward is the huge patch of thumbberries that grows all along the way. They're delicious, unless the bears have got them all. When you bump into the tree with the four-foot burl, you are almost there. The waterfall is very accessible once you get there. It is 15 to 20 feet high with a lot of water flowing and cascading down. What makes this spot really special is the whole setting. The trail pops out of the dense underbrush into a large clearing near the base of the falls. 
Someone has built a rustic fire pit, and there are logs scattered about that provide places to sit and drink it all in. The whole clearing is cooled by the running water and shade from the towering trees. The river is narrow here and shallow. There are rocks that make it possible to get out in the river for those with no balance issues. The rocks act as stepping stones, and they make it easy to get out in front of the falls to photograph the crystal water crashing down between the steep cliffs. Bob the turtle, of course, sunned himself on one of those rocks the whole time while I was working. There's another good reason to cross the river to the opposite bank. On that side, it is possible to climb up above the falls. There are remnants of an old timber crib left from the logging days, and a small pool forms up there. Other explorers tell me that there are trout up there, and that further upstream there are good places to pan for gold. If you decide to go, consider getting Phil Stagg's beautiful waterfall books. The directions alone are worth it. This is Ron Rademacher at MichiganBackroads.com.